Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. That's it with your boy. Better pray for your boy. It's Robert Latow. Keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. This isn't a full podcast, but by the time that I uploaded the latest podcast, this has happened, and people are asking me about it. I did a a brief video that you can check out on Instagram, BSOTV, but people wanted some longer thoughts on Kwame Brown. Now listen, transparency and honesty is what I'm all about. When I'm wrong, I tell you I'm wrong. When I make a mistake, I tell you I make a mistake. I keep it real, even though I hate the I hate the phrase "keep it real," but I try to be honest because nobody's perfect, and I never want people to think that I you know I hate social media in in, in certain ways because it puts up this 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 fake world like everything is okay everybody's okay everybody is beautiful everybody's millionaires everybody's happy and you know i'm not saying that you're not happy or whatever i'm just saying it's it's a lot of fake stuff on social media the reality is people have good days bad days things happen to you sometimes you're up sometimes you're down you can't take social media which is what i like to say people like to put their fantasy of what they want their life to be. You see what I'm saying? It's a fan. Like if you just put up pictures of, of vacations, right? And say you go on vacation, you know, four four months, you know, four times out the year or whatever. And you just put up a bunch of pictures from that. People go, yeah, you balling. Even though, you know, you just, you know, drove, you drove to Vegas. You, you're staying at Circus Circus. You know, I'm not saying that that's not, you know, it's a bit, you know not t- talking down the circus circus. I'm just saying you can create a narrative that isn't necessarily true in the social media world. That's why I try to keep it honest and real with you guys on here, on the podcast, on the live streams, things where I can actually talk freely. You can't talk freely on on Twitter. Yeah, you you got to be even careful on Facebook and all the other, you know, Snapchat and Instagram. You can't really speak freely. And what I mean by that is, yeah, you can say whatever you want. But if you just give, like, just an opinion, uh, even if that's all it is and, and nothing else to it, you know, you get canceled and you're out of here and, and out of that. You know, you just can't say anything. You can't. The one thing you can't say on, on on Twitter is like I don't like something. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, you know, if you say I don't like J. Cole or I don't like Nicki Minaj or I don't think so and so is attractive. You know, you, you you can't say I don't like because, you know, you can't do that. You can't have an opinion these days. You can't tell a joke. And don't try to be funny. 
you, you, you it's a fine line. <laughs> it's a fine line. You'd just be better off, you know, just just watching. If you have something to lose. Yeah, that that that's the thing. The people that don't have anything to lose are the, the main ones that try to get you up out of that. <laughs> so you just, just be careful. And I say all this to say that yeah, I've made fun of Kwame Brown before. We all have. The the running joke that I make about Kwame Brown is that the Kwame Brown years, along with Smush Parker, were actually Kobe's prime years. That was the best Kobe that we ever seen. It just, those years were with Kwame Brown and Smush Parker. So there was no championships that was won, but, you know, I even made a joke, like literally hours before Kwame came out and, and started talking, I made a joke about how I enjoyed Steph Curry's Kwame Brown year, Smush Parker year. Because sometimes it's like you really tell how great a player is when they're not surrounded by the, you know, the best talent, you know, five all-stars. Like, I think Kevin Durant is a great player. Maybe, you know, healthy, maybe the best player in the, in the NBA right now when he's fully healthy. But, I mean, I have no idea if he wasn't surrounded by at least one other Hall of Famer exactly how he would do because it's never happened. You know, I've seen, you know, LeBron carry suspect teams, teams that wouldn't be very good without him. Now, granted, LeBron always has uh, some talent around him. But you can see it, and you've seen it with Kobe, and you see it with you see like Giannis and stuff like that. You see it with Jokic even, you know. All the you know, you, you, if you're really really good, they can take an average team and make them great. So yeah, I've made fun of Kwame Brown before. Now the word "bust" is what you get you you get thrown around. You bust, and a bust is is all about the interpretation of the word. You know, if you say a bust in regards to not meeting the expectation of your draft selection, then yeah, he's a bust. If you're the number, if you're the number one pick in any draft, you expect it at minimum to be a multi-time all-star or all-pro. At minimum, in reality, number one picks you, you expect in Hall of Fame type of behavior because that's you know that's why you're the number one pick. Now, we know it doesn't always happen like that. But at minimum, you want someone that's a multiple-time All-Star. Because, see, then it, it gets a little tricky. Because, like, is Andrew Wiggins a bust? He's the number one pick. He hasn't lived up to number one pick expectations. But he's not a bad player. He's just a player. He's not an All-Star. He's just a solid NBA player. But whatever you think about Kwame Brown I see people saying how he's clout chasing clout chasing that's another phrase that social media likes to use he's clout chasing but the thing about clout chasing and and stuff like that is you can't clout chase when someone brings up your name and you was minding your business right this is not like Kwame has been talking ever as I said in the video if you had never heard Kwame Brown video until yesterday and you didn't know it was Kwame Brown 
and you didn't have any video on and you just heard the voice in the distance, you wouldn't be like, hey, that's Kwame Brown. You would have no idea who it was. The man is not someone that's out there, and, and from what I could tell, talking about anything. I looked at some of his social media pages. Yeah, he does, he does stuff, <laughs> but he's not out there going back and forth with people, quote unquote, looking for clout. Last time I had heard about Kwame Brown, he was getting arrested for having some gum, some, some weed gummies. Not really someone out there looking for clout. So people say, well, why now? Why now? Why is he talking now? People have been talking bad about him for 20 years. You know, there's a clip, a viral clip of, of Stephen A. Smith calling him a bona fide scrub. You know, that always floats around on the Internet. Now, you have to understand media is different from ex-athletes, even though a lot of ex-athletes get into media. And the reason that I say this is this, is that as media, we there's, there's a thing where we have to conceptually understand where if we're going to be critical and honest, we have to do it in the context of letting people know this is within the context of this fraternity of players, right? It can't come across like we're calling somebody a bum and that we're better than them. Because if you're in the NBA, if you're in the G League, you're one of the top thousand players in the world. In the world that play basketball. It's a lot of so think about all the players that play basketball in high school and college and in the NBA, the G League, and around the world. You're top one thousand out of all the people that play basketball. So you're better than any media person that's not an ex athlete. Sometimes when Stephen A talks, it talks like in a he's superior. You know, so that's a fine line as far as telling the truth, but then also understanding that, yeah, you know, in the context of maybe an NBA player, was he a scrub? I mean, he started on a bunch of teams. He was in the league for 13 years. He was a quote, it would be, I think the more apropos term would he was a journeyman. You know, he's just a, he's a guy. He's like Kendrick Perkins. The only difference between him and Kendrick Perkins is he was drafted number one and Kendrick Perkins was not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, the difference between him and Matt Barnes is Matt Barnes wasn't drafted number one. So, you know what I mean? Like, he's in that group that are talking about him. It's just his draft status kind of changes the expectations. Now, where it becomes different is and the reason I think that Kwame Brown decided to talk about this was it's different when the people that are criticizing you, you know them, right? You know them personally. They have your number. Like, that's one of the things that always bothered me about certain things that, that, that have happened is that it's one thing for someone that doesn't know you to not like you, to hate you to block you, whatever it may be, right? It's totally different to see someone talk bad about you. When you know, you know them. You know where the bodies are buried. You know what really happened. You know what's really going on with them. That's like a double body blow. And you, you kind of have an option. You can just take it. Because, you know, people love drama so much that if you just keep talking... It, People get off on friction and, and 
and, and going back and forth and, and all of that stuff. Or, you know, you get tired of it after a certain time and then you just let it all out. And I think that's what happened with Kwame Brown. It just, it's not bothering anybody. He's doing his own thing. I don't know if he's mad guy. People have told me, hey, he got some weird stuff. This I don't know about all of that. I, you know, I don't know about his beliefs and if he voted for Trump. All that. That's a, it's like a separate thing if that's, that's the case. But in this particular case, I think, it just not bothering anybody, doing his own thing, and they're using him for clout or ratings or whatever it may be. They're using him as a butt of jokes to have people listen to their show. So at that point, I have no problem with him defending himself because he was there. <laughs> it's always weird to me when people say, no, that's not the case, when they're telling the person that was there that they're not, you know, they're not telling the truth. How do you know? Like, people all the time tell Martin Luther King, I think daughter, Bernice, you know, your, your father wouldn't think X, Y, and Z. How do you, that's it, come on now. I got, you know, you, you see how stupid that is. He was there. So, if Kwame Brown is saying, look, these people are talking about me. They're saying X, Y, and Z about these type of situations. And I was there. Let me tell you the, my side of the story. I'm not saying that Stacks and, and Matt Barnes and Gilbert Arena's side of the story is not true. I'm just saying this man has the right to tell his side of the story. And he, he went off for an hour and he told a lot of things that made a lot of sense about Steven Jackson, about Michael Jordan, about Matt Barnes, about Gilbert Arenas, about the Lakers, uh, about you know his, his time in the NBA. It was logical. It was sensible. It was plausible. So I don't know why anybody would be mad at him. He's just telling his side of the story. And the problem that I have is, how can you have a show called All the Smoke, a person that you talk about on the show, All the Smoke, you have his telephone number. You can contact him. He says, if you guys want to talk about me, that's fine. Invite me on. And then how do you get on Instagram and say, we don't want to smoke? <laughs> I'm not going to invite you on. Even though I'm talking about you, I'm not going to invite you on the show. We're not going to talk to you. We're not going to, you know, let you speak about the things that we say about you. We're not going to give you that platform. That's weak sauce. That's weak sauce. I'm sorry. It's weak sauce. You know it. I know it. He knows it. How you say you want. And like, like Kwame said. You want all the smoke or some of the smoke. And he wasn't like angry. Like screaming and yelling. Or saying he wanted to fight or anything like that. It wasn't a threat. It was. You guys want to talk about me, fine. But when you talk about me, I should be there. If that's on your your docket and you know where to find me, I should be there. It's not like if you don't know somebody and you're talking about them, then maybe it's hard to get in touch with them. But I've always, I've always said to you, don't like something I say, you want to have me on, you want to talk it out, 
Remember, I, I went on the podcast with that that uh, that that actress. And like, we're surprised that you decided to do it. Why? Why would you be surprised, Amanda Seals? Why would you be surprised? She still talks crazy about me to this day. But I didn't get upset. I went on Arias Foster podcast, the one that you know he never released. <laughs> he cursed me out, said all of this stuff. I didn't get upset. The whole point is, if you got something to say, you feel like you want to get it off your chest, so be it. I'm not going to say all of these things, and then if you as the person say, hey, I want to talk about it, be like, nah, <laughs> that's weak sauce. That's weak sauce. That's unacceptable. I expect more from, from Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes and Gilbert Arenas. I have nothing against those guys. I find their podcast very entertaining. I love what Stephen Jackson tried to bring the awareness to to George Floyd. I know Matt Barnes does a lot for the community. And Gilbert, you know, is, is Gilbert. I mean, everybody needs comic relief. I, I don't know issues with them. I just have an issues with if you're talking about the man. And the man is saying, listen, if you're going to talk about me, at least let me be there to give some context to what you're talking about. You can't say I don't want the smoke if the show is called All the Smoke. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. And like I said, you know, an educated person, a rational person, listens to both sides. I listen to... What they said on the podcast, and I listened to Kwame, what Kwame said. They were all there. I Meaning, these are their stories. All I can say is that, man, that sounds reasonable. I'm not taking sides. I'm not saying one person is worse than the other. I'm just saying, you know, as a man, you should be able to defend yourself. And it's a difficult thing to do in 2021. And if a man has an issue with another man talking about him without reaching out to him, and he asks to come on your show, you should, you should invite him. You guys should have a conversation. If you can't have a conversation man-to-man, then you can't be all the smoke. I, I don't think there's any issue with Kwame Brown, Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson, Gilbert Arenas all sitting down and hashing this out. And hashing it out. Kwame's not cloud chasing. Like I said, I haven't heard from Kwame for decades I wouldn't if, if before yesterday I had no idea what was going on in the life of Kwame Brown so this, you can't say this man is out here looking and seeking attention you guys talked about him he said his piece but he also said you wouldn't put him on the show and he was right makes me wonder why not what do you not want him to say what do you not want to reveal Podcast is called Keep That Same Energy. The reason it's called Keep That Same Energy is because I don't see enough of it. Yeah, I don't see it right here. If you're going to speak on people and you know them in real life, they should be allowed to A, respond, and B, you guys should be able to sit down as men and talk about it. If you don't, that looks suspect to me.
That's what I'm saying. So yeah, this was an emergency half, well, I don't know, point, I don't know what you want to call it, interlude podcast. But you people want to know how I felt? And this is how I felt.